joined by the usual suspects, Rhodesia and Eshan. What's up? Good morning. Or afternoon. Whatever time somebody listening to. Or evening, right? Or evening. What's going on, family? About to talk some wrestling up again. Shout out to everybody that is listening. You guys know, show a lot of love. Appreciate you for being with us on this podcast journey. Let's get right into it. Ain't no point of waiting around. I want to start with SmackDown. All right. And I want to start with main event Jey Uso. <laughs> he declared that shit too. Jey Uso is him, guys. He is. He's got it. I tweeted Friday, and that's all you can say when you watch him. He's got it. He's got it. Now, do they pull the trigger in Detroit and Ford Field? I still think no. But damn, if there was a time and a place and a person to take that title off of Roman, it's Jay Uso right now. Thought the segment was fantastic. Uh, it did what it needed to do. It seemed like they kind of. <sighs> There's times when we'll talk about uh, segments that there wasn't enough done in it. This one seemed like. It was a little too much done in it. If you wanted to nitpick, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I loved him hitting uh, Heyman with the super kick, but then like the tease of the, the chair shot, it was just a lot that they gave us on that, on that episode. We know Roman's going to be back next week. I think they're billing it as rules of engagement. It's rules. So of when you hear that, you kind of think like, all right, are we getting some type of stipulation match at SummerSlam, which would be really fun if we get that SummerSlam is three weeks away. Like this, this year is flying by right now. But time flies when you're having fun. Let's talk about it. Give me your guys' thoughts. Uh, do you feel any differently about Jay? I mean, we've been on the Jay and the Uso bandwagon forever, but just what do you guys think when you guys watch that segment from Friday night? When I um saw him and just everything about him, I'm like, man, I'm gonna have to eat my words, and I'll come on the show and say it. <laughs> I mentioned a few weeks ago that. I could definitely see Jay winning. I could see he being a champion and getting some steam behind him. What I say, like the 90 day, or we say six month rule, but after six months, mm-hmm. nothing. Well, but the Jay we saw on SmackDown, that he is him. Like you said, he looks like a million bucks. Now he also had a, a bracelet on too. So that helps with how he looks like they wear their chains all the time, but he had his matching bracelet when he first, when they first showed him on TV. I'm like, he looks like him. The passion was there. You know, I always look at Jimmy or Jay and I'm like, you know, when Sammy made him crack a few times, I'm like, all right, that kind of takes away from him, um, his executiveness, right? If that's the best word to use there. But in the end, I'm like, he has it. Like, and again, now do I give mad props to Roman because he helped build them up? This is this is what the tribal chief does. He brings everybody with him and make them bigger and better. But damn, I'm I was impressed, so impressed. I will eat my words. Jay will can be in. I hope we'll be a great champion for more than the six months after all that. I think it's great that wrestling can make you guys have these awesome emotions and, you know, show the show. We just get high and low. That's what, that's what storytelling is about, right? And I'm glad you guys experienced that. But for me, I don't feel any different about them. Uh, I've always been high on Jey Uso. I'm mm-hmm. high on Jey Uso's are my favorite tag team of all time, of all times. And I'm a tag team fan i love tag team wrestling um and they're the greatest tag team 
ever, in my opinion. And do I think that he can possibly win a championship? Absolutely, I do. Um, I think he can be next up to win a championship. I can think he can beat, uh, you know, Roman Reigns. You know, I think he can get a similar run like Kofi Kingston got. That was an awesome reign, right? We all remember that 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 win and, you know, the, the emotion that we all felt behind it. I enjoyed when Big E won the championship. I thought that was amazing. And I think that his title reign may go as theirs did. Hopefully not. But as far as he looks, is he's definitely, if you look at Jimmy and Jay, they have a different body type right now, right? Um, at once upon a time, Jimmy got in as good as shape as Jay has. And so you would think that their body type is just predetermined to be a certain size. But Jay has worked really hard on the way he looks. And, you know, he shows it. I mean, he always got a shirt off. You can tell somebody feel good about their body. Oh, yeah. When, when oh, they yeah. walk around, every time they come out, they got their top. shirt off. Like right, you crop, crop top. top. Yeah. This weekend you have a shirt on, right? He had just a jean jacket. Nobody walk around just with a jean jacket and the crop top. You know what I'm saying? So he feel good about the way he looks, and it shows. So yeah, I'm I'm down for whatever um, positive things can come from this round with Jay Mandeville Uso. He's oh, really before you go. On. Yeah, before you go, Matt. But Ishan, you cannot tell me that seeing that promo that he put on on Sun on Friday SmackDown, he didn't take himself to a whole new level. So I mean, Usos is my favorite tag team of all time too. So as, I've a, as a been singles high on act, yeah, as a but singles as a, act. I mean, he went to a whole new level. He looked different. He his presence was different. That's why his executive presence was different. He is somebody that is now for me believable, and it, they could keep, keep building to it to take the th throne from Roman. Not just okay, he's going to take the throne because he's an underdog. No, I think he came into his own on SmackDown, like for sure, for sure. I had a high level. I've already thought of him in a very high level, to be honest with you. I've seen him cut really great promos. Like during the, um, what was that era? The Thunderdome era? I mean, he cut some nice promos. He showed some great range of promotion. He's been continuously doing that through this entire thing. I think even more so than any other member, um, besides, you know, when Sammy had his his uh, short tent, which it sounds like it's, it's short now, right? In the moment, it's like this is a long reigning mm -hmm. thing with Sammy in there. But you think about the whole three or four years since things has been going with the bloodline, like that was just a small blimp on the radar. But Jay has always been one of the MVPs um, in this thing. Um, it's just for me, I, it takes more than one promo and one good night to kind of change my perception of if I think he's a main event guy for the long term, right? Because like I said, I'm a big video game guy, right? So there's Roman Reigns, who's 100%, 100%, right? He's the main event guy that you got, you know, it's Cody and Seth right underneath that. I think Brock might be maybe above them or below them. I think that Jey Uso is right underneath that Seth and Cody level right now. Now, could he get over that? I think it's, for me, it's going to take me more than a show and a promo to get that. But you said you think that he can still take the title off of Roman, so he's there already for you. So you don't need any more promos. If you, if you feel like he can take somebody who hasn't lost that belt in two and a half years, past Drew, past Sammy, past Cody, past whoever else, you know, Roman has worked against and had a feud against, then he's there for you already. Oh, yeah. I see. Like, again, I, do, do I think he can capture the championship? That's never out of question for me. I just mean, can he be a permanent fixture in that environment? That gotcha. was that was well, what yeah. I had to concern on, right? But for but, me, he's always been there. He's been in Vince Uso. And this goes back to you got to have a feud, right? Like, in order for a top person to be made, you got to have a top challenger. For every mm -hmm, top face, there's got to be a top heel. For every top heel, there's got to be a top face. And that's what we're seeing 
with anything with, with Roman. I saw somebody on social media make a comment Friday or maybe Saturday, and they were like, uh, basically, this is all Roman's doing in a good way. They weren't trying to be negative or despairing, but it's like, but that is. No, this is also Jay. Mm-hmm. This isn't just Roman. Roman has helped prop him up, but mm-hmm. Jay is doing some heavy lifting. And what I what I love so much about Friday's promo was he was completely by himself. Even when he was main event to Jay, when that first started, he still had Roman by his side. He yeah. was out there by himself. You see, he I, came I, out in his own. I love the Jimmy's hurt angle, and Jimmy's going to be gone for a while. Maybe that you know comes to a huge pop at SummerSlam if that's the first time we see him. Maybe we see him past that, right? But this is the first time we're going to see Jay completely on his own without anybody else. No Roman, no Jimmy, no Solo, no Heyman, whoever. So I, I, I loved that. I also loved you talked about like his look. And we all know Vince's, you know, long tail piece of somebody walks through the airport. We want eyes on that person. Can they pass the airport test? Jay can now Absolutely. pass the airport test. Absolutely. Like you, you, you would see Jay in public and say, who is that? Yep. He, he, he has that look now about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so super impressed, super proud of him, of getting him where he's at. Love the business they did with Heyman. Love the business they did with Solo. Solo gets a quick piece on the mic and says his his piece to to Jay, which I thought was really, really good. All around, another home run segment. Um, it's like, man, I just don't want it to end. I just right. don't want it to end. I don't want it yeah. to end. So I'm still going and saying that he really doesn't have a shot at SummerSlam. But, fuck, if if he has a chance and he wins, my goodness gracious. <laughs> hey, like, I just had a, I just smile while you're talking. Like, you know, you said, mentioned that Jimmy is, off, is uh, you know, injured right now. Mm-hmm. What if he his returns at SummerSlam, right? He comes down to the ring, and it's like that NWO type thing, right? Hogan walks down the there. The third man? He's the <laughs> third man, right? And he comes out, and he super kicks Jey Uso, turns against his brother, sides back with the bloodline. Like, how heartbreaking I, that would be. I do think... I do think the next step... And we haven't even gotten to... But this is what we do. This is a yeah. damn wrestling podcast, right? I do wonder and think that next this next step has to be critical crucial but we said every time next step i'm talking (laughs) august 6th right the Mm -hmm. day after SummerSlam. that friday night after SummerSlam is extremely critical because if roman does not lose i think there's a there's a chance of blowback even bigger than cody at mania if you don't put the belt on jay so e to that point It's got to be something to the finish where, okay, it's a continuation of the story and not the finality. Like, where where do we go now um, without taking a step backwards, without rehashing things? And let's not forget, I can't remember if it was this past Monday or two weeks ago, Cody Rhodes said after he takes care of this he Brock Lesnar situation, I'm, I'm basically throwing my hat in. I'm next. Mm-hmm. So now even that's a question. We know that he's going to beat Brock at SummerSlam, or is he going to beat Brock at SummerSlam? Because that's the case. Hey, you would think so, but if he says, (laughs) I'm next, you're not even on the same show as Roman. How do we get there? Awesome stuff. Just just all around coming. Um, What else that I thought was really big from SmackDown? Oh, Zelina. They are keeping her 
I guess you can say uh, they're keeping her like on TV, but it, it's yeah. time for it's time for her to be able to get something where she can sink her teeth into. She yeah. had backlash, which was April, and she's really kind of just been on a treadmill since. So, yep, she's on TV. She's getting great reactions. She hasn't had 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 a feud since. It, it's I time to it. give her something as a face. But I said that a, a little bit ago, just with the whole LWO, I think that this could be something major, 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 but it's just something needs to happen. Something needs to kickstart it. So if it's Zelina goes first and she she gets it and then bring up the LWO with her, but I just think they have something conceptually so good with LWO. I just wanted to see it like fully develop. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest, well, LWO does nothing for me. And you like Santos. You like I love Selena. Santos. I like Selena. So what is and I like missing? I like the way I and I like the look of the tag team. I'm, I'm a big look guy. I like people look cool. Like I think that the tag team, um, Raul and uh, I want you want to call him Z from uh Impact. What's his name? Because mm-hmm. they used uh, to be DJ Z yeah, in Impact. Yeah. Uh, what's his? What is their name? I forgot their name. And I don't yeah, know I don't why. Know. This is this is what happened. You get old, man. Like I remember his old Impact name. But I can't think of his current name that I've been watching for the past couple of years. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I like the look at them. I don't know what it is. I I feel like it's it's they're the cookie cutter baby faces right now, mm-hmm. and I think that's boring in twenty twenty three. And which is amazing, you know, that Cody's able to pull this off to be that cookie cutter do gooder type guy, and that's okay. what they are. Um, but obviously they they have plans for Santos, um, but. I just don't like them as as uh as baby faces right now, um, but you know we're gonna get to in the moment. We might have a formation of a new faction, so we might need to wait and see where that goes. Oh, buddy! You know no, what I you ahead. know what I calling them? You know what go I'm ahead calling and them? Take it, take it now. The real, what, what you the call real, them? the real black combat club. <laughs> <laughs> the real okay. black. Wow. Okay, hey, it's look, I'll roll with it, man. Is it racist? Is it racist? Oh, a little bit. How's it racist? <laughs> the real black combat club. <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, Bobby Lashley shows back up on SmackDown and uh, hooks up with the Prophets. They leave in a limo. I didn't give me, that. Give, give me this faction as heels. Yes, we got you. Yes, please. We got because you. I said it already. I'm over Montez and his over the top boisterous mm-hmm. funny like okay we've done it been there done that okay you've, you've gotten to a certain point with it now let's take it to the next level oh boy can you imagine can you imagine if we pick up back where we left off with now we gotta throw in there omas see now 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 i'm excited <laughs> now i'm excited no you omas, don't gotta omas no you don't MVP, gotta omas. street profits mm. bobby lashley and the queen Oh Bianca my Blair. goodness. Oh my goodness. And I'm going to just throw everybody in there. Why not? I'm going to throw everybody in there. And Carmelo Hayes. Ooh, Carmelo when Hayes. And, when, and if, when and if he goes to. Ooh, because this, so, this is what I talked about when I said last week around Shelton. what is next after the bloodline. And it's not just yeah. about factions, but what is next? Because they, they are so high. That eventually all good things come to an end. And we still don't know if this entire bloodline story is going to end this year, 2024, 2025. We don't know what that looks like. But you got to have something set. And 
Judgment Day is doing the damn thing. They're doing great. But can you imagine getting all those guys in a faction together Ooh. and telling an incredible story with that? Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm getting Lucy's thinking about it. Man, oh, man. For real, for real. So I love that. Uh, I didn't, of course, I didn't expect that either. Like, there was rumors that Bobby was coming back on TV, but I definitely didn't expect it to be with the Street <laughs> Profits. Mm-hmm. So they and got, this, a, they got think, an opportunity. They got an opportunity. I think, I think this would be the only thing that would keep me from still being upset about what they're doing with Montez. If the whole thing was, hey, like you said, there's only so many spots for the very top singles people. Well, it's not ready yet for Montez. All right. We'll get them in this faction. Yep. The real back black combat club. I'm telling you. Well, you know, Fire. I told you, right? I, I've been fantasy booking Montez with MVP for months now. So, like, I, I'm definitely for it. It was definitely a surprise. I would love for him to be heels. Um, I'm sorry. I, I'm not I'm not right with the Omos thing. But I do think it's it's a shame that Big Swole's husband is, like, getting left out the dry. Like, he is such a talented wrestler. And the fact that they can't find something for him to do, um, it's just, it's just mind-boggling. And he tweeted out this past week. And I think it was just like a sentence. I'm going to try to find it now. And it was just like, I miss professional wrestling. Mm. Uh, and I was like, ooh. That's sad. Yep. Here it is. Let me see. Hope I didn't. Yeah, hope I didn't lie on him. Let me make sure. Uh, it was, yeah, it was something like that. If I can find it really, really quick. He may have deleted it. Yep, looks like he deleted it. It's not there anymore. But yeah, I, I want to say uh, it was like, a I miss pro wrestling or something like that. No, well, there I it is. It. One he... day ago. Yeah, that's what he said. I miss professional wrestling. Dang. I get it because he's been on the shelf for a long time. Even prior to uh, the the um, um, the hurt business angle, he wasn't really doing a whole lot. His entire tenure with WWE has been kind of lackluster, and you know he's really changed. Talk about Jay Uso changes by type. If you look at um, said maybe three years ago, maybe four mm -hmm. years ago, totally different by type. He's changed yep. his body, actually work in the ring. Um, it's, it's just a shame that they can't find something for him to do. Um, he might be a guy I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm right now. I'm still like, Hey, I don't want AW to get anybody new, but he might be somebody I might look to actually. No, don't go to AW said, I, I'm not sure what your contract go to impact. Join Naomi. Well, I hope he doesn't go hot. to AW after the whole situation that went down with his wife and Tony Khan. I would hope that he doesn't go to AW. That probably won't happen until they've been <laughs> those fences. But if it was any spot for him to maximize his talent, it's collision. I can see that. It's collision where he can go out and weekly or whenever he works, put on 12 to 20 minute matches. It would be the cruiserweight classic, Cedric. Yeah. Standard. Yep. That's, that's who it would be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully they figure something out with him. Uh, we talked about the Zelina piece. Oh, shout out to Shotzi. So yeah. really liked her promo from an aesthetic purpose. I wasn't a fan of her cutting her hair. And then it comes out, you know, minutes later that her sister is battling cancer. Oh my gosh. Sister, Are you serious? Yep. Her sister of course has the bald head. So she wanted to oh. shave her head in support of her sister, which is beautiful and incredible thoughts and prayers to her sister that she gets that yes. cancer out of her and she's good to go. Uh, so that was really, really cool. Wow. And I, and if you guys don't know, but Shotzi, she's, I, I really think she had her confidence and her spirit broken uh, about a year, year and a half ago on the main roster because she hadn't really been the same since. She was really good in NXT. 
that year when she hosted Halloween Havoc, I was like, oh my God, she's a star. She's an absolute star. They pull up to the main roster, nothing. I think that we're going to see something now from her. Uh, she also got engaged too yesterday, which was cool. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that this morning. So congratulations to her and her fiance uh, on their engagement also. But uh, I'm, you know, we I, I've been I've been really harsh on Triple H and WWE's women booking since he's kind of taken over. I think that is absolutely 100% by far the biggest room for opportunity on WWE. But the women's division right now on SmackDown is cooking. Between the Bianca, the Charlotte, the Asuka, and then EO on the outside storyline, now it looks like we're about to get a nice program with Shotzi and Bayley. We have that. Uh, very, I'm very happy. Very, very happy with what they're doing right now with the women's division on SmackDown. So I do want to just shout that out because I've been pretty harsh on it, as we should. Because I was about to say that you have that talent. It, yeah. This shouldn't even be an issue of something that we're talking about when you have those talents. But I'm happy to see Any, it, too. Anything, uh, you know, probably getting triple threat now. SummerSlam, Bianca, Charlotte, Asuka. Uh, what'd you guys think of how we got to that point this past week? Because there was a spoiler here on our TFW show of the rumored matches. I would have been probably a little more excited. Um, but I guess we blew up our own spot here. Um, it's cool. I like it. Because I, 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 with that being a triple threat, I think Oscar will retain. And there's still, like you say, a lot of meat on the bones with Asuka's championship reign. I think they've done her really well, too, as far as having her speak when she needs to speak. And how she gets cut off at certain times. I think they've done really good with Asuka on this title run right now. I didn't want it to finish, like, see it in yet. So, with it being a triple threat, I do believe that she's going to retain. But I'm I'm so excited. I'm ready for all of it. And I love how when you are the alpha, and I'm saying that in regards to, like, Charlotte Flair, it, it is something about that confidence that exudes off the TV. So, she's about to leave. For anybody who didn't see it, she's leaving. She got her backpack. She's about to go home for the night because she's like, I feel confident that Bianca, you're going to win. So, you're going to be able, it's going to be me and you. And then all that other jumbo happened. And she's like, no, I'm going to stay. Just all of that. I love how they play to that. And I know you just brought up the fact that Triple H is doing a little bit better on bringing back the women's division. But it's things like that, those small details that it's like, oh, she's leaving for the night because she feels confident. Nope. She see that there's some BS that's about to happen in the game. I'm coming back. And just all of that. That I love it. It's beautiful. It's I think a story thread. It it's is. A story and thread, they're going right? to go out. Uh, they, they can get away from talent needing a ticket. Like, all right, enough. <laughs> Enough. You walk you still from, jump the you, you still jump you walk from the backstage. You don't need a ticket. <laughs> just go, just go stand by ringside. So I I, yeah, get I, a chair. I, we don't we don't need that anymore. That's crazy. I got I got to be honest with you. I, I wasn't. I was trying to think of a way not to be negative about the whole thing, but that irritated me. I, it didn't irritate me. I was just like, oh, this is stupid, right? And so then I got I disconnected from the whole thing, and I didn't care about the match or anything because like I the ticket thing. Like, look, y'all backstage, you run out and run through the ring. At any moment, so it's not you need to, uh, a ticket to be there. Like it, that, it doesn't do anything for me. To be honest with you, I wasn't really that excited about a Bianca Oscar continuation of their feud. To be honest with you, um, I so what would you Asuka, rather see? Uh, you know, when we talk about the women's division, uh, I'm just on SmackDown more so. I'm not necessarily that interested in Oscar right now. I don't think she's a different character. I think she's the same Oscar she's been, and I was bored with that Oscar. Um, and it's a I'm a fan of Charlotte, but um, Charlotte's kind of stale to me. And I, I don't know what 
I would do to make her more interesting for me. I don't, I don't know what she's missing. Um, for me, I love Bianca. I would like to see her in there with somebody fresh and different. So, like, I would much rather see her feuding with, and we might get there soon at some point, with EO Sky, right? I, I really enjoyed their match from Backlash. Uh, I thought there was way, like, it's, it's like you go into, like, a, a restaurant, and you're like, oh, man, I'm just going to, you know, go in here and get some fries, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't really that hungry. And you get in there, there's, like, a whole damn buffet full of, like, delicious food there. Do you even think it was possible? That's what I, I feel about their feud. It's like, man, I didn't know that I would be so interested in seeing the two of them in the ring together. Um, I just want to see some fresh matchups and some fresh storylines. Um, and I don't feel like Charlotte or Oscar is fresh for me as a viewer. It's just me. It's not nothing. It's not a nitpick. It's just that those two characters aren't cutting it for me. So then, so see, from I, a K- I think Asuka so from, is different. So from a kayfabe perspective, you're saying Bianca doesn't deserve a title rematch because that's the only way we can get to anything past this. Is her beef is I lost my title. I need my rematch, and I've stepped to the side for two months now. So what we got if we take away? Hey, we're looking at a triple threat come SummerSlam. This is a story thread. This is my rematch. No, no, I get all that. It's just for me, when, when Asuka won, I was like, ugh. Like, right? So we're continuing this thing, right? So I know we got to get the belt back on her somehow if they're going to do that. But it's just that I wasn't interested in seeing her lose. And I wasn't interested in seeing her feud with Asuka. I wasn't interested in seeing Charlotte interjected into it. It's just not for me, right? So, so your, your beef is more with Asuka being champion than it is. Yeah. Yeah, Bianca. no Bianca losing it. No Bianca losing her championship. That's because well, yeah. this Oscar is way different than that last Oscar. This Oscar, the, the kind of Oscar with the shorter hair, she is so? much different. Absolutely, she's... we even talked about it together on the show a couple weeks ago. How even her reactions are different. And like, well, that reaction so was cool. I mean, that's, she's goofy. You know. Yeah, but yeah, no, I think your beef is more Bianca losing. I'm gonna keep saying it. she ain't getting it back. She's, <laughs> not, she's, not, she's not getting she, that title. She's not getting it at SummerSlam yeah, for she sure. She's not because it's a triple. It's, I mean, it's just no need. Like you can elevate other people and have other feuds. Like there's just no need for her to get it back. And something else that like kind of irritated me. Uh, Gunther and Drew. I'm sure that's the match at SummerSlam. Remember, I was like, all right, Gunther's done enough to elevate that title. Put it on Drew. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, stat comes out that. In 55 days, Guthrie's going to be like the longest reigning IC champion history or something. You <laughs> ain't winning that damn title no, at SummerSlam, not. man. He's not. Dang it. Like, son of a bitch. I guess he'll win it at uh, what's this October show or something. Not a champion. Just... I got to no, be honest, fast, man. Fast I, I, I don't, or whatever it was. I don't want to see Guthrie. I don't want to see Guthrie lose the, the title to Drew because I want Drew to be interjected into that world championship setting with, uh, with Seth. I think that's where he belongs, not as a IC. And Guthrie's did a wonderful job making that title more important, right? It hasn't been this important in 15 years or something like that, right? I can't think of the last credible champion we've had. Um, but I just kind of want to see Drew um, leading a division for me. And yeah, and I, I guess you could I guess you could have Drew lose. I guess then you can have Drew turn heel, right? And then go yeah. after Seth. I'm just not big on, you lost the your IC title and now you're about to go to like, heavyweight championship there's a way they can do it but mm-hmm. he's he's probably next if they're especially if they're talking finn and seth again at SummerSlam. Yeah. but they're doing the same thing in AEW with with taya like she's gotten like either three or four yeah title shots like stop and how, how and fail. when is she getting this these yeah shots. like yeah she's, she's getting these title shots for no reason and she's losing them all <laughs> hey this is one of those things right we could plan about as wrestling fans man but this is like standard wrestling trope right this is this this is like a standard storyline in wrestling like how these 
when men and women get multiple rematches and we don't understand why. You know, at first AEW had the the what they had the rankings, the rankings. right? So you can mm-hmm. see where people stood, right? But they got rid of that because at the end of the day, you need to push stories and feuds. So like that kind of gets in the way of it. So this is one of them things, right? That's just eh, as a wrestling fan. Um, speaking of championships, hit the hit the hit the hit the sound effect DJ horn. Trinity, congrats to Trinity. Hey, new Impact Knockouts champion. She defeated Deanna last night, and I think by tap out. Well, I know it was by tap out, but I believe that was Deanna's first tap out loss. Nice. Wow. I believe. So congrats, Trinity. That's a big, 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 big spot. So congrats to. Uh, Trinity for win the championship. Yes. I'm I'm sure some of these die, 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 die hard WWE fans that it's WWE or nothing. Maybe a little butthurt. Trinity's out winning championships. Mercedes out there winning championships. But uh, because I was told that they're nothing without WWE. As crazy <laughs> as that is. But shout out to her. So that was super Good happy stuff. to see that. Uh we'll be in the building when they come back to Chicago here in a couple weeks to see some of the fallout from the pay-per-view. So I'm looking forward to that. And then Eric Young returned to Impact. Whoa, we just talked about him about a month ago, right? Yeah, he was signed at WWE. <laughs> I think he signed in November. And I'm guessing he must have got his checks. And he asked for his release. Word is, uh, he said that if, if Vince is here, I don't want to work with Vince. Wow. From, from prior experience and personal reasons. And they granted his release back in, I think, April. And last week or this week was the first time he was available for outside bookings and it coincided perfectly with Impact's pay-per-view. Well, good. So shout him. out to Eric Young. Yeah, I mean, he I'm drew get, a like line said, in the I'm going, to ass- I'm going to assume he got paid for six months to do nothing, <laughs> but no TV, and now he's back in Impact. But my man said, no, nah, either it's me or Vince. And it was like, right, here you go, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eric, hey, if that was the case, Eric knew because hey, Stephanie said to pull the same thing in December. She sure did. Happened, right? So you <laughs> got rid of Steph. She was like, oh, Eric, you knew your ass is out of there. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it on the last pod. I said we were going to bring it up. We might as well have a conversation now. LA Night. Mm-hmm. Everybody has pre tape interviews for next week's Fatal Four Way to determine. Who faces Santos, and then the winner of that is going to go on to SummerSlam to face Austin Theory for the U.S. Championship. La Knight said, "No, I'm going out there. I'm cutting my promo live." Comes out there, gets one of the biggest pops of the night, cuts a two minute promo. Fans are for it, and that clip has amassed, I think, over four million views In across like social media. Hey, hey, Matt, pause for a minute. Hey, Brody, yep. go ahead and talk to me. Go ahead and talk to me right now. Just go ahead. Say what's on your mind right now. See, what, what you got. Well, you're not going <laughs> yeah. to change you my narrative. Said, I've you always said, said LA no. Knight was overrated. I never you said, said he was overrated. You said you don't know no, what people see. No, no, no. Okay. I never you said that. You said if he that. shows up to a show that you're at, is bathroom break territory. Yep. You said all that. All you got to do is go back in the archives and listen to Check. it. You go back and listen to every that. single episode of two times over just so we can bring our numbers up. And you're going to not hear that. Okay. <laughs> what I said was perfectly clear let me make myself publicly clear here okay that la night until the wwe show me that they are willing to invest and put effort into him i'm not going to get my hopes up high on him and that's a fact now they're trying to figure something out right now but they completely dropped the ball that is not a falsity that's not a secret they have completely dropped the ball with him prior to now i, I like the guy 
Now you said I you weren't a fan do. of this. Yeah. Never said you, that. You said, you I never said, said I was not. No, I've never you said, said that. I, you said, you know what, guys? I completely understand where Kevin Nash is coming from. That was what you said. <laughs> you said that. Mm. Me and he heard you. We were here for it. Point is, anybody who's like mimicking The Rock, if that's the case, I would absolutely love them. I love The Rock. So if you were a knockoff of The Rock, I should just inherently like you. So we know that that's a falsity. And I'm so working. happy, though, LA it's working. I'm so I'm so happy that we're doing this. All right. So let, let's have the conversation. Is he the hottest WWE wrestler right now in the company? How are you defining hottest, though? Up to you. Because I, I think the answer is the same regardless, however you want to characterize it. Cody has something that uh, lock on this WWE fandom and fan universe that I haven't seen in a long time. So I don't know if I'm going to say LA Knight is the hottest, but I can see how somebody would say he is the hottest. I wouldn't argue that. Uh, actually, I agree with Rhodesia there. Like, I, I honestly, as a Cody fan, I don't know how he's unlocked whatever he's unlocked with this universe. Because, like I said, I think, I think in some ways his 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 uh, game is kind of corny a little bit, right? Uh, he's out there kissing all types of ass. Hey, you know, and I love it because I think that we need in this time of day we need a positive hero that has standards. That's you know, you know, shaking hands for the kids. I think we need that positivity in the world. So I love that. Um, but it's just that. You know, I, I didn't expect the people to embrace that type of a character. I don't think that LA Knight is on that level, but I do think he can get there because I think that anybody who has mic skills that can capture like engagement via the mic, mm-hmm. like has something. Because I, I like you think about like wrestling right now, you can probably count on your hand, maybe one hand actually, somebody that you know night after night can go out there and cut an entertaining, engaging promo. All right, we all know MJF is one of them, but like LA Knight might be another one. Like, right? He went out there, grabbed that mic, and rocked it. <laughs> and you can't say there's many people on that WWE roster that can do that, that can command that type of presence on the microphone. So for that reason alone, he's somebody who they should push as far as they can because I think someone's mouth moves numbers. It does. That's a prototype A, B, and C. You get people to buy tickets just from hearing you speak. And I have him easily as the hottest WWE wrestler. Not most popular, but that can be an argument also. But I think he's the hottest. If you look at what his views are when they put his clips up on social media or YouTube, that speaks for itself. 1.4 million views in the first 24 hours with a segment with uh, Top Dollar and Hit Roll last week, this week, 4 million impressions off his two-minute promo. The shirt that they released for him in July was the fourth highest-selling shirt. I think it was behind Roman, Cody, and, and Austin. Austin. I was going to ask that. Austin is, is still moving stuff? numbers. Like, how crazy is that? Well, you got uh, L.A. Knight, who's the duplicate of him, right? But it should have been the Rock, man. And the Rock, <laughs> Rock, Rock ain't Rock and hey, Rock, right? <laughs> hey, Rock, your industry shut down, pal. It's time to come back. <laughs> come oh, on back. Right. You ain't working <laughs> no time soon, it looks like, in Hollywood. Come on home, man. We've been telling you this consistently. But you don't you don't want this smoke, I see. Hey, you know who doesn't want the smoke? Grayson Waller doesn't want that smoke. And he was name dropping all night long on SmackDown. I'm like, what's him? Like, if you like, 
Like you ain't hey Roman ain't coming back for 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 I mean Rock didn't come back for Roman. He coming back for Gracie? Big time. Hey, but The Rock did acknowledge him on social media. That was why he brought him up on SmackDown. It's like, oh, okay. so you got time. You, you got time to acknowledge Grayson Waller, but you ain't got time to acknowledge your tribal chief, the head of the table. <laughs> Boy, chief, I see what I people guess. say about you, Rock. Anyway. What they say? Um, what they say? That he's soft. <laughs> that he weak is what they saying. <laughs> that he's that he's only hard in the movies. He's only hard when he's Hobbs. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I have him as the, the, the top hottest guy. Probably in all of wrestling right now. They got some, they got something they need to strike while the iron's hot. And I love that they put Santos in that spot. Santos yeah. can because there's no way in hell LA Knight don't win Friday night. If he does not go to <laughs> if he doesn't go to SummerSlam, yeah, we watch, coming out here watch, having a whole nother conversation watch. about what are they doing. But they're not gonna fool me. That is the spot. <laughs> that is the spot. Austin Theory, man. It's like I go through my hot and cold streaks with him. I'm in a cold streak right now with him. And it has nothing to do with because LA Knight should have that title. But even listening to him on commentary Friday night, it's like, damn, dude, Cena was right about you. Like, <laughs> stop playing his character. Believe what you're saying. It just sounds like he doesn't believe it. And maybe it's because Austin Theory is just the nicest guy in the world. And he's having a Could hard be. time being this pompous heel person. But he's got to figure it out. Like, he, he says all the right things, but it doesn't sound like it's the right things and he doesn't believe it. You gotta believe it, man. That's that's because so, Grayson Wilder is doing the same character and he's doing a better job. There we go. It. But better. There we go. But better. Yep. Now I wasn't a fan of him taking that loss on SmackDown either. But um I guess it is what it is. What else from SmackDown? My only last thing was I just always hate to see when someone's getting pushed, them have to be pulled back down and pretty deadly. Um Elton Prince. Yeah, Elton Prince. Separated shoulder. Separated and shoulder. Usually those those, yep. those could take a couple months, right? Longer than a couple months. <sighs> I mean, and they, mm-hmm. again, they were getting pushed. And I just hate it. I hate when that happens because I don't think um, the other member, I don't know his name right now. Kit, I don't think he has Kit enough Wilson. to, what is it? Wilson. I don't Kit. think he has enough to, to hold the team together, but it's unfortunate. Injuries is always unfortunate, but it's just, it hurts a little bit more when like you getting that push. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, he'll be they'll, they'll be fine. It sucks, but it's part of the game, I guess. But you hate yeah. to see anybody get hurt like as soon as they debut yeah. on the main roster. That's like ah, that's that's kind of a killer. Yeah. It, oh, if we were still doing the TFW moment of the week, my TFW moment of the week would have been that SmackDown crowd, super hot all night, and for the first time in eons. They knew when to stop the what chance. Mm-hmm. I was so proud of that crowd. Where were they at? They were not in, was it Baltimore or Jersey? Buffalo. I forgot. I thought it was Buffalo, Buffalo right? Somewhere. Buffalo. No, I think it was Buffalo, but wherever. Guys, two thumbs up. Thank you for being a smart crowd. I don't know why they started the what chance in the first place with Jay. Jay fed into it. And then he stopped and they knew to stop. And they even gave him like a round of applause kind of for like playing a, along. And then they, they, they stopped it app, man. I love that. Thought it was, I thought it was awesome. So shout out to those guys. Shout out to those guys. So, uh, AEW, right. Or y'all got something else for WWE that you want to talk about. That's all I had. Let's get into AEW. Okay. Let's start with, uh, 
collision. If, if I had like an hour, I would just continue to hit this over and over again because FTR, Bullet Club Gold. Wow. 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 Listen, I was wow. so concerned. I'm like, you came off of a all-out main event type pay-per-view match last week, mm -hmm. straight into a two out of threes match. I'm like, why would you even do something that silly? And remember, you know, that was my complaint. That was yeah. my complaint. Give it a few and weeks. Fudge, was I freaking wrong? Oh boy, they smoked that. They smoked that. <laughs> they went an hour. <sighs> and it and it didn't feel like it while you were watching. Man, they smoked that. And like mm -hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm like, damn, is this the match of the year? I don't know. I don't know because we've seen some really, really strong mm -hmm. matches. So I can't say it was a match of the year. But what I can say is that has to be the best TV match of the year by far. Because anything else I can, that was close to that was on pay-per-view. I can maybe say that because you're right. Because there was times in on TV, I've, I've said this before, and it started with Blood and Guts last year in Detroit. I feel like when you don't get to see the entire actual match it takes away a lot from the match mm -hmm. and it felt like i was fully watching the Ooh. entire match and they they went into from i think pretty much every segment they or commercial they went into picture in picture i think maybe just at the end they didn't but i felt like i was with them from beginning to the end of that match they smoked that they they smoked that they did like that was that's one of the ones where you're like damn man, that was kind of like like an honor to watch that they mm -hmm. smoked that and shout out to CM Punk, FTR, and the, the booking of Collision and that show. Jay White and Bullet Club Gold was treading in one foot of water this time a month ago. I didn't care about him. I don't think a lot of people did. Yeah, we just like Jay White because it's Jay White. But if you look at like the extension of Juice Robinson and where yeah. they are now... Rock Man. Hard was not is not to be Ooh, played around with. Mm -mm. He was a he was a comedy joke, a comedy sketch when he first came on AEW television. Now he's like, whoa, like he is he's he's the man in the ring too. Yeah. You can't put anything past him either. They were complete afterthoughts and they are not that mm -hmm. anymore. What like what a resurgence in a short amount of time. Damn, like that was that, that was crazy. <laughs> like, I, that that I was wanna... fantastic. I do want to say one thing about FTR because it's always like, who's your top three favorite tag team wrestlers um, groups. And one thing I will say about FTR is why, and they never let me down. They can wrestle with any wrestling style, not compromise their own style and make it feel good. Like you even get it with the bucks. We don't see so much in the Usos because there's not that many tag teams over there, but I've seen FTR wrestle people like Bucks, people like Bullet Club, um, other slower wrestlers, and all of their matches are fire. Like, it takes a level of extreme talent and veteranness, if that's a word, to pull that off. And I think that stuff like that kind of goes unnoticed. Well, maybe not. Maybe it doesn't go unnoticed, but it can easily go unnoticed that they can wrestle with any wrestling style and still put on a great match. Mm-hmm. I love that uh, Collision has changed you guys' perception on Bullet, Bullet Club Gold. I love Why it. you say you guys when you were out here shitting on Bullet Club Gold? No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. 
the hell? I, you don't even like you. We, we I, just, I really think you know. What I think I think you wake up every day and say, I don't know what I talk about on the podcast. So I'm gonna just say I'm, like whatever comes in my finish. mind. You were the same person <laughs> with me that talked about how it was a waste of time of Jay White being on AEW because they weren't using them right, and now all of a sudden it's you guys. Everything is you guys. I'm just so happy that you guys. Man, shut, shut, shut up. What's your point? Go ahead. Go ahead, man. <laughs> anyway, yeah, didn't we talk about that? I said last week I've always had a high opinion of Jay White. I just said that he, I wish he went to WWE, right? Yeah. Um, Jay, I mean, Ju- I like Juice. Juice has always been good. Juice has had something. He just They just didn't have direction for him. There was nothing wrong with his talent, his wrestling ability. They just didn't have direction for him. Now, I wasn't in love with them being bullet. Club Gold. They could have came up with the. I like the the, the Bang Bang Gang or some, but you know something more original for them um, than them rehashing the Bullet Club thing. But yeah, I mean these guys are good wrestlers. These are these guys are excellent talents. Um, they're just able to showcase it with another excellent team. Like tell me somebody who gets in the ring with FTR and they don't make them better. Like it ain't gonna happen. However, you also saw like if you look at if you watch the match. Of course you watch the match, but. There was like uh, Dax and uh, Jay were doing a lot of heavy lifting in that match. They had like a lot of nice time in the ring together, mm-hmm. and it really showcased Jay what he can do given the right opportunity. Like, man, that guy's a star, man. It's just that, like I said, it's just he just he's just very similar to what they already have, right? He's if I would put Jay next to like Adam, I think they're kind of similar, like right. And I think in Adam some Cole? ways, Adam Cole. Okay. Um, and I think in some ways Adam Cole does it a little bit better, right? So it's kind of hard when you have similar characters um, in the same promotion because you only have room for so much, right? But no, I'm not surprised what they're doing. And I thought it was an awesome match um, from start to finish. Uh, I really love the one spot. I think it was right before the last fall when they both kind of like struggled to kind of stand up. They kind of regrouped yes, together. Sir. As a yes, team, sir. and then they <laughs> met in the middle, started doing their thing. I I really enjoyed that because it's almost like in my mind I went, okay, let's go, and they did. They went, so it was a really good match. And like that, so like that particular spot that you're talking, about, it was a few spots in that match. And yes, they got an hour. They had an hour. I get that part too, and I also get that evidently the direction for Dynamite is helter skelter pace, go as fast as possible in these matches. But I would love for like some of the younger talent to just sit down and watch that match and say, this is what is possible when you let things breathe. There were so many times the crowd was there for them because they slowed down. So they got that extra investment from the crowd. They got those extra stand ovations because they're letting it breathe for a minute and they're taking their time and they're letting us react and register to what they're doing. It was, man, it was, it was incredible. It, It was incredible. So E, would you say that is that one of your match of the year candidates so far? I like yeah, I had to really think about it. Like I have a hard time making those kind of like like because like everything is is the best in the moment, right? Like I like to take like uh, things out of the moment and kind of really grasp things. Um, I would probably say no, but it, it was probably one of my favorite tag team matches of the year. Okay. And then Rhodesia, where where would you put that right now? Just coming off seeing it. So when you think of like tops of the years, usually people just align them with like five and 10 top five matches, maybe not top 10. Absolutely. Um, but when you're talking about for multi, um, a non-singles match, absolutely top five. And I said something, if last year we were saying for me, 
one of my, my one of my match of the year candidates was Briscoes versus FTR. Yep, the second one, t- second time. Here we are, July sixteenth, and I'm saying, hey, one of my match of the years, FTR versus Bullet Club Gold with Juice Robinson, right? Yeah, that says a lot. Rock hey, I gotta exactly. tell you guys something too. I thought when I was watching this match right before the match, I just was thinking like, damn, I felt like uh, FTR is a little flat, and I'm like, man, wow. we we kind of we kind of I'm like, they kind of stunted the reign of the claim to get to FTR. I feel like it's been kind of flat. And then a few minutes later, they start rocking in this match. Boy. I'm like, okay, maybe I was wrong to think mm. what I thought. They, 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 are, they are killing it. The claim is flat um, right now. I don't care yeah, about sure anything the claim is doing. I got a gripe, though. You know how you had your whole thing with the coup de grace thing? Uh-huh. Since when? And I made it. It made me. The match reminded me of it. There was a back body drop move in the FTR match, and across wrestling now they just call it the back drop. It is called back body drop. We are not going to change it. Just like how they were saying coup de gras, they're going to keep saying coup de gras. You're not saying gras, even though this is the proper way of saying it. They got to go back to saying back body drop. I can't be the only one that feel that way. Back body mm. drop sounds a lot different to... than yeah. back drop. It doesn't even sound the same. It doesn't even have the same conviction. You taking a back body I'm... drop, that shit hurts. It's called a back body drop. I got to lie to you. I, I like things that, <laughs> that gets that accomplish the same goal, but less effort. And it's easier to say with just two words. Oh. That's ridiculous. Mm-mm-mm. Shout out to Willow. Yay. Shout out to Ricky. Yay. New Owen Hart Cup trophy winners. Both really strong matches. I'll get to my I'll get to my take in a second on uh punk. But was this the damn all right here trophy? <laughs> but to who? Both. B-O-F-U-M. Definitely not on the woman's side. More importantly, to the race of us black folks. There's been a lot of talk in AEW about a lack of black representation close to the top of the card. We know WWE has done a fantastic job in that area over the last couple years. And there's been a lot of talk about black folks not getting the same opportunity. There are some people out there who is really irritated and was and upset with the lack of opportunities Jade received as champion on TV, even though she was undefeated for 50 plus matches in comparison to how many times Tony Storm has wrestled on TV with the championship, et cetera, et cetera, in these bigger profile matches. Was this the I hear damn trophy? Willow's black. Ricky Dang. Starks is black. Thank. That's don't need. I don't need it. I don't need an answer. Mm-hmm. All right, but just something to kind of think about on that. And that's not about me making it racial. That was kind of just one of the first things I, I, I saw uh, when they both won. And you I was like, like they hmm. deserved it. Oh uh, well, absolutely they did. Well, yes, they deserved it. But I just think that hey, is is there something to that? Mm-hmm. That's all. I I want to shout out to Willow. She had an opportunity to step into the big shoes, especially what happened with Sasha Banks or with Mercedes, sorry. 
and she stepped into it and she's you wearing still, you still holding on to Sasha Banks showing up at uh, a <laughs> she's coming at the next rumble 30. yeah she's gonna be in her rumble 24 <laughs> but um or 2024 but no um I want to give Willow some mad props for that she there was an opportunity she took it and she's taking it and she's just stepping all into it all all of her so shout out to Willow for sure yeah I yeah, I, I actually wrote down, I like Willow. I like Willow a lot. And uh, she's actually having quite a year for herself, right? She she's, is. You know, strong champion. Uh, she's won this tournament. And for me, I feel like it's well deserved. I think she's one of, from the moment she stepped on the screen, like her big smile, her mm-hmm. hair, the way she wrestles, the way she looks, she looks different, right? Take that she's a black woman, I'm out of it. Um, or minority. Actually, I didn't know she was black, honestly. I didn't know what. I didn't think what she was. She's she's looked different to me, right? And um, she just looks different. And I Mm -hmm. love her smile. And I think her energy is infectious. And I think that's great as a baby face. Um, But one thing I love that she does, I love that she does the pounce. Now, Rodi, I know you don't know Mindy Brown, but I think we should take a moment and talk talk about Mindy Brown as somebody that, man, I wish... That he had a little bit more time, he caught on. I know he got to WWE at some point as uh, Marcus Convoy or whatever it was, and then he just disappeared and yeah, off the wrestling map. It wasn't the same. Um, yeah. But man, he was so phenomenal in TNA, and he created that pounce move. And for girls like you know Willow to do it, this looks powerful because she's a bigger girl, and she when she hits it, it looks nice because she's sending those little 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 chicks flying, right? <laughs> so like um, that's it. I just she reminded me of Monty. I'm um, in that moment when she won, but I was definitely down for it. So, well, uh, poor Ruby. Ruby's always yeah. the bride maid, never the bride. Big time. Just in everything. Like, yeah. ain't never a champ. Can't win no on hard trophy. Come on, Ruby. We got to figure something out for you. And that was a note I had, too. I, I gave props to Ruby, too. Yeah. Um, she whatever they give her she she tackles it and she again but she's to me she's what they needed when they first brought her on over to aw she needed to yeah. be that what's the name of um something ray they hired her as a coach what's her name oh you hated uh, it serena she had matches. yeah yeah no no not serena deeb the other one oh. um ray i think is her name carly i don't oh, think carly oh, the, um no she's yeah, she being impact yeah she's being impact now she's a coach Madison, uh, Madison, Madison Rain. Madison Rain. Madison Rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what, you know, that's, I feel like she's a, a working coach, but you didn't have to give her the title. She being Ruby. Ruby's like her working coach. You know she what you're going to get from her. Yeah, she is, but she's, she's great. There's no denying. Well, her, yeah, but... I know what you mean. Super, super solid and not science solid in a bad way. Super solid right. in the ring. Yep. Go out there, no matter it. what type of program mm-hmm. she's in she can cut a promo where mm-hmm. you know now you're invested in that yeah i, I get what you mean yeah overall she kind of she kind of exceed i think she's kind of exceeding that i know I, get, I definitely get what you're saying Rodisha. i think she's kind of exceeding that a little bit too i don't know if she when she was placed into the outcast i don't think she was supposed to be slotted as like the de facto leader but she does a lot of the heavy you know lifting on the microphones mm-hmm. for that group right i think she does yep. a phenomenal job with it so i think that she you're right i think she 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 has Definitely has a place and a role within the company, but I think she's doing a good job of kind of exceeding those expectations. Let's switch over to the other uh, Owen Hart tournament match. So we had Starks, we had Punk. Match was good, uh, very good. I, I thought, I was telling Rhodesian, we were watching that that match is completely different if the crowd is behind Punk. So I don't know if Punk and Starks automatically knew before they went out there that, hey, look, I'm going to be the heel in this match. I know they're going to shit on me. 
or if it was, hey, let's see what that crowd does, and then we'll call it from that point in the ring. Either way, I, I thought they did a fantastic job because you you work that match differently if it's a 50-50 split crowd or if it's, you know, 60-40 pro-punk. Punk takes the, the loss. On one hand, you get it because that's a huge spot for Starks. Looks like Starks is about to go heel. <laughs> he big time. Justin Liger, <laughs> Justin Liger tried to hand Man. him the trophy. He's like, give me this shit. He ran off, took it, didn't do it. You know, that was it. He cheated to win. So on one hand, you say, hey, I feel I'm happy for Ricky. If Ricky can get, uh, you know, a percentage of what they've done with Jay White over the last month, he's he's off and running to the races. Um, so that, that was good. But from a long-term main event perspective, what does CM Punk lose in his first match? And he's only been back for a month due to his drawing power, due to the importance of that match that we, we get with him and MJF for the championship, which I just have a feeling is still sooner rather than later. Does it do anything to you to, to that? Cause to me, it does to me. I, I, when I saw that he lost, I was like, ah, I don't know if that was the right call to have him lose that match. Me being the punk, my fan for punk where I'm, I didn't say hater. So where I'm at with my feelings with punk, I'm gonna probably say it does nothing for me. It doesn't make me feel like he's any less of a man going against MJF. Um, I I took that only as now they put the cup on Ricky to propel him. That's what I took out of that. Again, my, my perspective about punk is different. So I like to hear, oh, you already told me yours, but what Ishan would say, I, but I don't think it affected my feelings toward punk going for the title. You know, we're going to do a, a segment soon. It's going to be called uh, Who's Over? Starring Rhodesia. Because she don't like nobody. She don't like nobody. <laughs> she don't like nobody, man. It's just, it's, if it, it's, if it ain't I'm, the bloodline. No, man, ain't no I, like, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. E, give me, give me the four people that you think Rhodesia feels is over. Top four. Over, oh, over in the good way, right? Yep. And you, and you got to lay out, Rhodesia. You can't say anything. And I'm going to write Roman it down. Reigns, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. <laughs> Who's the fourth? <laughs> Roman Reigns. The, the big dog. The big dog. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, we we gotta do a segment, man. We gotta find out who who wrote it, who wrote each is into. Uh, <laughs> oh no, you know you forgot. Garcia. Daniel Garcia and his Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and Will's sweatpants. I forgot about that. There you go. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. So we're like, we gotta take two of the Romans off as those. Um <laughs> But yeah, I allow it. Um, I allow it. It's fair. I, so, I, like, uh, I wasn't as in. So, I was kind of. I kind of was with Rhodesia, slightly indifferent towards it. I don't think it's. I think that Punk is bulletproof. Okay. And then the way he lost was fine, right? Because we got a character change coming for Ricky Starks. And he cheated to, to win. It was obvious, right? It was right in front of the camera, and they made a big deal about it. Punk made a big deal about it after the match, right? He's talking to the fans about it. Like, y'all see that? He went, you know, uh, I know you guys probably didn't watch it yet. I haven't either. I just happened to see uh, the first few minutes of it because it bled into the, the recording. But the Battle of the Belts, he was talking to the commentators about, like, the, the tights. So they're making a big deal. Of the oh, only did he? reason why he lost. Yeah. Um, so the only reason why he lost is because of the tights, right? So that's kind of an out. And, again, I think that for Punk, I think that doesn't do anything for him. I don't, I don't think he kind of takes away his path of 
get into the championship because the way that Ricky won, especially if he's going heel, like anybody can win like that, right? It's almost mm-hmm. like the dude slipped mm-hmm. on a banana peel type of deal, like right? Like it's, it wasn't a definitive loss. He didn't beat him from his finish or anything like that or a counter. He, you know, he grabbed some ass and got some tights with it, right? So <laughs> grab some ass. <laughs> so like for me, nah, I think it was fine. I think it was a great storytelling. And actually, you know, Ricky's one of my guys. And I think they kind of lost it a little bit with him as a as a face. Um, mm-hmm. I think his 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 skill set, his look, kind of is better as a heel. Um, I love him and uh, Hobbs to get back together, man. I really hope they make that work. I think that'd be phenomenal. Well, they're flipping Hobbs. That backstage segment I thought was really really good with uh, Marshall. He's like, "Hey, you know, I didn't mean to do that on purpose." You can see I was telling her to turn around. Like, what do you need me to do to show my loyalty? Like, take on the biggest baddest guy in AEW. And then Hobbs hits him on the chest and said, you know, basically remember your word is your bond. Mm. That leads to them fighting each other. Hobbs is the biggest, baddest guy in AEW. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it looks yeah, like they're yeah. looks like yeah, it looks like they're flipping that. So maybe that also means when Warlow comes back, he's heel. That he would gotta, be refreshing. He, he got to, man. Yeah, he yeah. Got to. That's, man, yeah, if yeah. if they drop the ball on him one more time, if they reset him <laughs> and drop the ball on him one more time, <laughs> like, man. You're looking at big show territory. And look, like, hey, people, I, people just kind of don't care. Oh, yo, man, y'all don't talk about the big show. I don't. I hope and pray that Willow isn't becoming the next big show. Cause I'd be a damn shame. Cause like it's two, it's twenty twenty three. People still don't care about big show in the ring. Um, that dynamite, man. It ain't got it. Uh oh. Oh. Uh oh. It ain't got it. We can get into that on another show, but I had to just. Mention that real quick, because when I watch Collision, man, it's a, it's a good show from start to finish. I mean, you have one of the uh, match of the year candidates, you know, as your opener, right? But just the show just feels so good. And when you watch Dynamite, it's starting off, it's starting off the show with Chris Jericho and Don Callis, man. Mm. I'll, I'll tell you what really bothered me. This could be a nitpicking thing, but that's whatever. I'm a nitpicker. I don't give a fuck, Commander. Oh. That you've been impressive. Quote, unquote. Those are the words was used by Excalibur. You're winless on Dynamite. Ooh. You haven't won a match yet. I don't care that you were impressive because you did flips in matches. That bothered me. That did bother me. You know what else bothered me, Matt? I'm glad you brought that up, man. You know, I like Alex. I thought I liked Alex. But for some reason, he was irritating the shit out of me. During that intro, when he was just when he was he was jumping and all that extra animation, I'm like, bro, you are, you out here way, doing way too much. It's a bit much. You like, doing yeah, that, yeah. And I feel like he, I, he, he's always done that for the Lucha Bros, right? But at least the Lucha Bros was like those those those, those dudes, right? Yeah, like they that fits. Like yeah, they, they are Commander, them. Commander's uh, not him. Commander Commander's a good talent, but chill out a little bit. My man ain't one oh. on dynamite. Stop jumping up and down. Oh man! Stop jumping up and down. <laughs> and then he did the pose, man, bro. You are not Spider Man, man. Like he, I like, I don't know, man. I like just the fact I had to watch Jericho and now seeing Alex out here doing his shenanigans. It just, it just didn't start the show right with me. So then, so let's talk about on Wednesday show. So we'll we'll kind of deep dive a little bit more about Dynamite. Let's talk about AEW expanding their pay per view schedule potentially. Warner Brothers wants them to add pay per views as much as maybe once a month. Let's definitely talk about that on Wednesday's show. Uh, let's talk about the band moves list that came out a few days ago and what that does to the product. Spoiler alert, I am a huge fan of everything that was on that list. 
And then let's also talk about Triple H's first year as in creative. Sounds good. You know, that's kind of where Action we are now. Show. Yep. Last thing that I have for AW, Tony, abort mission. I don't know what you had planned. I don't know if the plan was Adam Cole and MJF to main event all in or all out. Abort mission. Slow this thing down to a screeching halt. You got something real special with Adam Cole and MJF. Rock this to the wheels fall off. Yeah, don't speed this. No, do not speed this. Yeah. Because there's a lot of story to tell in this. Like if, if there's a baseball game, it's probably at the fourth inning. Like, don't rush this. Don't rush this. The longer it is you really got, good. Yeah, it's man. Really the good, longer but- the more emotional investment we have in it, this mm-hmm. can on be on both sides. Emotional and, and, on both and this sides. is this, this is not about always comparing WWE to AEW, but this could be their story that helps them get to that back to that level of higher ticket sales, get to that level of higher ratings, and not to the level of what WWE is doing. But the Bloodline is single handedly the reason why they're selling out arenas now, and ratings are at an all time high, et cetera, et cetera. This story can be that for them. So if that means that, you know, you add 60, 70,000 viewers a week. Okay. If that means you add two to 3,000 more seats per show. Okay. But that can be this story. Let this evolve to when whatever happens, whoever turns. If it's Roddy, if it's MJF, if it's Cole, whenever that happens, it needs to be like, oh, that was the biggest thing that happened in wrestling in a very long time. And you, you yep. won't get there if you do that in the next month. I agree. For sure. This last thing on that, though, man, MJ, I don't know. Like, MJF seems so disingenuous. He just seemed like, like, it's, it's, it's the, the plan so? is working. Yeah, it's like the plan is working, and he got Adam Cole in the palm of his hand, and then it's going to be all bad. Like, he just seems like, I, I just don't believe a word coming out of this dude's mouth. He just seems so swarmy. But I love it, though. I mean, it's, I, I love the story and where it's going. And, like, if it's different than what I think, I'm here for that, too. So, I, again, we love us some stories on this show. Yo, yep. this is amazing. Yeah, I'm just hurry. I, I, just, I just worry a little bit that it, they continue to go back to the well too many times with MJF doing this, and that's what Hills do. I understand that. But if it gets to a point where every single time he turns his back on his partner, eventually the fan base is not going to believe it, and it takes away from the impact of it. That's I my believe, worry. I believe he didn't have friends playing cooperative gameplay with him. I believe that when he, he was said enjoying that. It too. Yeah, he was definitely, he was definitely enjoying it. <laughs> multiplayer games he said he never experienced that I never had friends to to play with so I believe that now maybe he might still be trying to to pull one over on Adam but that was a factual statement of MJF yeah we didn't get a chance to talk about that match either just how he worked Hogan Andre from Wrestlemania (laughs) 3 in that match it was some good stuff so yeah we'll we'll hit that and kind of deep dive that on Wednesday show y'all got anything else that uh, is important to talk to the folks about before we get out here Three quick rundowns. One, the video rap class by Harley Cameron. Fire. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, you was feeling that. Big was high. I was you like that. High. It was a mix between Britney Spears, Nicki Minaj, and Twista. All into one rapper. They Excuse trashed me? her, though. But me until Excuse into me? the video. I just said it. one more time? Britney Spears. Okay, slow Nicki down. Minaj. Real quick. Stop, stop, stop. Say it one more time what this mashup was. 
Britney Spears. Okay. It's like, ah, yeah, yeah, ah. So you had the Britney Spears there. Because she was singing. Okay. And then she had Nicki Minaj. Because she had a bunch of women. Nicki Minaj sound. And then at the end of it, she started flowing like Twister. She's like, so it was a combination of all three of them. So bravo. I liked it. Even though the internet, the Twitter trashed her. I love the rap class video. Okay. All right. Next. On my list because I'm in on a positive, so I'm gonna put this one here next. Okay. I have a gripe in AEW, y'all. Tony Storm not wearing her championship belt when I see her on TV. If you are coming out to the ring, you have to wear your belt. If I'm watching TV, I would say, yep. Who was the dynamite women champion or who that, was the that, champion that AEW? Um, maybe, maybe she left it somewhere, I but. You got to come out with that. Quality control. When she yeah. walked past Gorilla, Tony should have been like, where's your where's your championship at? Put that sucker on. Okay? So, I, and then my last one is, yo, if we had TFW moments of the week, Ian, on a commentary on Collision, oh, man, and he was flowing too. I think Ian and Nigel had something special, and I don't want to step on that. Kevin Kelly. Hey, hey y'all, I y'all need to put some respect on my boy Kevin Kelly's name. <laughs> I, no, I saw for some sure. of those tweets. For yeah, sure, we, for sure. We, we didn't watch Collision until this morning. Uh, we were out last night, so we didn't get a chance to watch it. So I was off the internet completely last night, et cetera, et cetera. I get on, as soon as we get done watching the show, I'm seeing a lot of tweets about, hey, Kevin, you can say it in JPW. Let's but kind of. I, I like kind of. All right? Kind of, though. Relax. Put kinda. some respect on Kevin Kelly's name. The work okay. he's done for the first four weeks of sure. Collision. For That's sure. Fantastic. But he's never. But even Nigel said it. Like he and <laughs> And even he Nigel said, I missed you. He said, Nigel was like, I missed you. <laughs> and that was heartfelt, but that was it. So, great week of, great week of wrestling. Absolutely. Ishan, what you got, man? Take us home. No, we have some great wrestling uh, this weekend, guys. Um, appreciate it. We got an action-packed show coming up already. Matt already plugged a couple of things for us. <laughs> um, some topics we're going to get, so make sure you tell your friends. Tune in. We got another show coming up on Tuesday for you guys. Y'all you know it down, it. right, Matt? High course. I have it. Have okay. it. Right, cool. it cool. Have it in my mentions. Have it in my mentions. Best kept secret in wrestling podcast. Y'all know what it is. Thank you guys for listening. Always follow us on Twitter. That's FNW. YouTube. That's freaking wrestling. And uh, leave us some five-star reviews. Leave us some comments. We appreciate everything you guys have done. We will see you guys in a few days. Peace.